from Marie Claire Beauty Crew and InStyle, you're listening to Get Lippy, the podcast that lifts the lid on all things beauty. I'm Bettina Tyrrell, beauty editor at InStyle Australia. I'm Sally Hunwick, beauty director on Marie Claire. And I'm Carly Orman, editor of beautycrew.com.au. So today I'm in a very lonely studio. It is just me and my dear co-hosts Carly and Sal have phoned in from their homes because they are in self-isolation. <laughs> yep, I, um, I've travelled domestically And I've got a bit of a snotty nose and my voice is not what it usually is. So I've been ordered to um, stay in my apartment and self-isolate. And Sal, why are you at home? Well, I am now heavily pregnant. I'm 35 weeks pregnant and the the office basically just don't want the responsibility of having me in the office. So (laughs) I'm a high risk apparently, but no, no, I'm totally fine. I'm just at home working from home. At the moment, I am in the um, future baby room. So just getting to myself acquainted with it and using it as a podcasting studio. (laughs) (laughs) It is very fitting that you guys are calling in from different locations because today we are talking about Corona. What else is there to talk about, honestly? Is there, there's nothing else to talk there's about right now. Absolutely. So we're talking beauty, health and hygiene in light of the coronavirus pandemic. And Sal, you're going to be talking about hand sanitizers, hand health and all things gorgeous hygiene. That's right. Just keeping it clean. I'll be talking about ways that you can keep yourself well and healthy from the inside out. And Carly, you'll be talking about self-isolation, self-care. Yes, just a little bit on like how to give yourself a nice DIY facial when you can't go see your regular esthetician. So first, before we do anything, we have to wash our hands and here's Sally with all the information. So my mum is a registered nurse and she has always drilled into us how important it is to wash our hands. But at the moment, with all the virus going around and everything, it is especially important to really keep clean, especially when we're eating and when we're preparing food. The fact is that washing our hands will help protect us against coronavirus. So I thought I would give a bit of a rundown on how we should be washing our hands like a nurse or like a doctor and also um, which washes and hand sanitizers are my picks at the moment. The big, big thing that the experts are saying at the moment is we must be using soap and water above everything else. According to pharmacist and founder of QED Skincare, Shoshana Eisner, there is scientific evidence that clearly demonstrates that washing our hands without soap is virtually useless in terms of killing bacteria and viruses, and that includes coronavirus. So using a hand wash is an absolute must. We also need to spend enough time at the basin washing our hands. Um, we've probably heard a lot on social media and on, on the internet about singing happy birthday twice to give you enough time at the basin, but about 30 seconds is the magical number to really kill those germs and get into that virus. I've been also reading about um, soap and how it can get into the the fat of our skin and that's where the virus can live. So that's also another big reason why we need to spend at least 30 seconds washing our hands. So Sal, I think we've all seen those hand washing diagrams. So maybe people have like quite a good hold on washing hands. But what I thought was quite interesting that there's other things that people probably haven't thought of when it comes to washing hands, right? Yeah, well, as the diagrams probably, you've probably seen them, you have to wash the fronts of your hands, the backs of your hands, in between your fingers, even underneath your nails, you know, get the old school scrubbing brush if you really want to get super clean. Um, It's just really important to be really vigilant around 
all parts of your hands, not just the front and just give it a quick wipe and rinse under, underneath the sink. There's also a good point for drying your hands after you've washed them. So things like reusable hand towel, like a, a towel towel, if that's in a public place, maybe don't use it because you just don't know how long it's been there for and you don't know who has used it before and how good their washing technique is. So I would definitely go for the paper towels if you otherwise the blow dryer or just, I don't know, drip dry. I think if if a if a towel's the only option that you have. When you're at home and you're share especially if you're sharing with, you know, family or flatmates, definitely wash your hand towel at least once a day. Just chuck it in the wash, have a few on the go and um, make sure that you're drying your hands clean as well. In terms of antibacterial soap versus regular soap, Shoshana, she says, unless you're about to perform an operation, which most of us are not, (laughs) or you're immune compromised, you might have some sort of medical issue with your immunity, um, there appears in terms of scientific research to be no benefit in using antibacterial soap. So just the regular soap is probably good enough, which is interesting, I thought. That's fascinating. I would have always thought, you know, the higher the dead hole, like the more alcohol, the better, kill those germs dead. Exactly. Exactly. And we're on that note, we're also all obsessed at the moment with hand sanitizers. Yeah. I mean, there are <laughs> A complete run on hand sanitizers is almost like gold. It's hard to find. Um, But unless you're away from water, you're better off washing your hands with soap and water. That said, hand sanitizers are a great way to keep your hands clean when you're on the go. I mean, I think when you're at the supermarket, desperately trying to get toilet paper, you know, you might want to use hand sanitizer before and after you've handled a trolley or something like that. So there are there's definitely a good place for them, but they don't compare to um, so water and soap. Yeah. Wow. So the, yeah. So the experts are saying soap and water first, hand sanitizer as a backup option when you're on the go. Exactly. And also the other thing with all this hand washing is our hands are getting a bit stripped. I don't know if about about you, but I um, yes. Yeah, so I'm washing. My hands are dying. I know. You wash your hands a couple of, you know, three or four or five or six extra times a day and you're going to get dryness. Um, Some people might even develop eczema. So a a good thing to do is also keep up the hydration in terms of moisturisers. I'm a huge moisturiser just anyway. So I think now, especially if we're all housebound, is a good time to, I don't know, try some really nice hand creams. My all-time favourite has for a long time has been Aveda's hand relief cream. Smells amazing, has deep hydration. I also love Jalique's um, rich and beautiful jasmine hand cream. If you want to splurge, La Mer's the hand treatment is like the royalty in terms of hand cream um, and it has um, its miracle broth to overcome even the driest hands. In terms of hand washes, you can get a lot from the supermarket, but if you want to go a little bit fancy, there's QED hand wash, which is 100% soap-free and rich in cucumber, so it's a natural antibacterial and good for dry skin. There's also Mecca Cosmetica's Nourishing Hand Wash. I love this one and it looks beautiful. It won't overdry your skin and it has a beautiful woody scent. So great for keeping everyone clean at home. And then there's Sukin, which has an economical one litre pump. So if we're going to wash a lot, might as well get a big pump pack. And this one is dosed with its signature avocado oil, jojoba and rosehip to keep hands super nourished. So just in terms of, I'll just run through a few of my favourite 
hand sanitizers. Um, there are a lot out there on the market, as I said before. Are there a lot of them out on the market? <laughs> well, that's the truth. There's a lot potentially out on the market, but there is a run on some of them. So um, you might want to back order. You might want to go for a hospital grade version like Aquim. You can buy that for about $15 at Chemist Warehouse. They have different flavours and scents, but I just prefer the straight old, can't smell it one. <laughs> Dettol has another one, you know, just they're just kind of the plain ones that you can get from the chemist. There's one called the Girl and the Olive Organic Hand Sanitizer. It is currently out of stock, but if you order, they will send it to you in the next couple of weeks. That uses olive leaf, tea tree and lavender to naturally fight off bugs. So that is my little wrap-up of hand sanitizers and hand washes. All the details in the show notes. Thanks, Sal. So now I actually got a little bit sick over the weekend, not corona. I had just like a general head cold and I was, right now is not the time to get a head no. cold. It's the fastest way to lose friends when you have a cough Absolutely. at the moment. Believe me, I know. Well, Carly, I have a potential fix for you. I've been reading a lot over the weekend about bone broths and the benefits of them. I mean, I'm always a bit skeptical about inner health and wellness. Uh, But you know what? When you're sick, your mum always makes you a chicken soup or something like that. So I feel like what's the harm in going down this route? But um, so on the weekend, I made a chicken bone broth. And what was really good about this is Actually, you know what? I'm going to go flat out. I made a chicken bone broth based on a Jamie Oliver chicken stock recipe. And then I added extra things like turmeric, which is known to be, well, which is thought to be good, um, helpful for your immune system. I think it's very anti-inflammatory, isn't it? Yes, it is. And then also things like kale, which is, you know, I I didn't really do my research into what kale does, but we all we all, <laughs> we all know what kale does. Yeah, everyone knows. <laughs> and then there's bits and pieces. And um, it was absolutely delicious. If you saw it on my stories, I had so many people asking me for the recipe. So I will pop it up in our Facebook group. Can you just talk us through it? Like, so you put cooked chicken bones. Is that how it starts? Or do you have... Well, it's quite a long process. It took me about three to four hours. And basically I put a whole bunch of veggies, onion, carrot, bay leaves, a few other kind of bits and pieces in a pot with a whole chicken, a whole. Um, oh, a whole chicken. A whole chicken. A whole like whole, a raw chicken. Yeah, a raw chicken from yeah. the supermarket. Put it all in a pot, um, filled it with like four liters of water and then just kind of let it simmer away for an hour and a half. And then I took the chicken out removed the chicken meat from the chicken that was cooked by that point and then threw the bones back into the broth and can let that cook for another hour and 50 minutes then I strained it out so then I strained all of the bits and pieces and veggies that were in the broth I strained those out and the bones and then I just had a clear broth and then I added I tossed the chicken in some turmeric added it back into the pot with some kale some pearl barley and yeah, there it was. Bang. I had all Amazing. the chicken and vegetables. But the reason why chicken is good for us, and I'm sorry for any vegetarians at home, um, chicken gives us selenium, which is needed for a lot of functions from like making sure our immune system's ticking over to keeping our hair and nails strong and healthy. And also additionally, we're adding in things like vegetables, which will also draw out those beneficial nutrients from. Mm-hmm. And like bones, bone broths and soups and things like this are really, really good for us 
not just from the nutrients um, and the value there, but also they add a lot of hydration back into your body. So I reckon a lot of us, oh, I think it's pretty much true that most of us are dehydrated, whether we know it or not. We are always kind of lacking in as we should have, be having more water in our systems than we have. Obviously, this is really important for your health and your body because we need to be keeping, you know, we need to be keeping hydrated for our bodies to work at optimal pace. So consider taking, you know, drinking bone broths or herbal teas or increasing, you know, um, intake of water-dense foods like cucumber and watermelon, especially at this time when there's a lot of, not only is obviously the coronavirus around, but we're going, we're starting to head towards winter. This is when the flu season and cold season hits. So try and stay as healthy as possible. Additionally, if you're dehydrated, it shows on your skin. So dehydration is a precursor for aging. So we start with dehydration lines. Those are those tiny little kind of lines that you see around your eyes and kind of those areas. And then these develop into deeper wrinkles. So really working on the inside out. If you're drinking a lot of water, taking in a lot of water, that will show. The other thing I would suggest, and this is something else that I have been doing for a very long time, I take a zinc supplement every day. It's the only supplement I take. I don't take anything else, but I take zinc. And this is because a number of studies have shown that zinc can help decrease the duration of a person's cold. So in other words, if you take zinc at the first sign of a cold, you shouldn't be sick for as long as you otherwise would. Oh, and in general, and in general, zinc can help boost your immune response, which will just help people fight off colds in the first place. So you might come into contact with a cold, but if you've got kind of, you know, this zinc running through your system, you might have a better chance of not actually coming down with it. Do you have your zinc like with food? Because I find if I ever take zinc before eating, I feel totally sick. 100%. So it can make you feel really queasy. Yeah. Like it'd be like, oh, what have I done? So yeah, I have it um, in the mornings after my breakfast. So I have breakfast and then I take the zinc. I've got zinc with vitamin C because I think that the vitamin C helps with the absorption or other way around. I'm not quite sure, but yes, I do that. And basically zinc is a trace essential element. So that means that our body doesn't make it naturally, but we need it to function and to survive. So most people will actually get, if you've got a balanced diet, you will get enough zinc through your food. And this is through things like meat, shellfish, legumes, like chickpeas, lentils, beans. But it doesn't also help to take some zinc because you know what, if you've already got enough zinc in your body from the foods that you're taking in, then your body will just pass it naturally and it's not going to cause you any damage. With that said, zinc can interfere with other medications. So be sure to ask your doctor before taking supplements like zinc and make sure it's right for you. And also on the psyllium topic, if you are a vegetarian, I've heard that Brazil nuts are an amazing source of psyllium. So I think like three or four is you're done for the day. So maybe get into some Brazil nuts at the moment as well. Oh, great tip, Sal. Yeah. yeah and they're delicious. They are. Yeah. They are. They are the king of the nuts. I think they call them that, like the happy nut because they have like so many good things in them. So, well, maybe that's just what I call them, but I don't know. They are <laughs> They're good. <laughs> So take those all, all those things in and hopefully you'll have a healthy isolation period. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of isolation, Carly, you are currently in isolation and you are going to talk us through isolation beauty. What does that Correct. look like? <laughs> It's like so, a new hashtag. It's like Corona goals or something. Honestly, <laughs> I know, yes. I've heard there's some Instagram accounts out there like 
um, that have gotten really big recently because it's like for work, like work from home fashion and things like that. So maybe oh, we could- mate, my work from home fashion is literally pajamas and a bun, um, and no makeup. So let's not look to me as um, aspirational work from home. Um, <laughs> okay, well then, give um, us- but look, no, um, self isolation, working from home, social distancing, like that's all coming becoming pretty normal. And like, who knows? I mean, at the time that we've recorded this. At the tip of the iceberg, who knows which way it's going to go. We could go in full lockdown. By next week, it could be back to normal. But I just thought, given that I'm in my apartment and have work and not much else to do, I would indulge in some of self-care and beauty treatments because I can't really go out. But if you still do want a facial and you want a little bit of that relaxation, the the deep cleansing. I thought I'd give you some tips. Um, I mean, look, it's it's not the same as a professional touch when an esthetician has been trained and they know all the tricks of the trade. But here are some things that can maybe get you started. So the first thing I would say if you want to do a facial at home, get in the shower and have a really hot shower because that is going to help soften your skin and open up your pores so that any ingredients that you put on through your products are going to really penetrate deeply and have much more of a benefit when you hop out the shower, before you touch your face, wash your hands. <laughs> it sounds obvious and you may think, okay, well, I'm out of the shower, I'm clean. But I think just as a precaution, anytime your hands go to your face, just wash them. Safe, Rather safe than sorry, right? Absolutely. Now, I like to start with a double cleanse with an oil. And I think that's also just a nice way to kind of incorporate some facial massage rather than just like haphazardly wiping your face with a cleanser. So start with a slow oil cleansing. Um, Use some warm water and a cloth to wipe that off and then you can go into your ordinary cleanser. And again, use like nice slow circular movements. Don't try and like rush it because, I mean, have you ever been to a facial where they just rush through any step? And it's not like we don't have enough time. We're all stuck at home. Yeah. So may as well put a bit more time in. (laughs) Just a two-hour facial in the day. Do you have like a massage technique that you'd use when you're rubbing your face? Look, when it comes to cleansing, I just like to use small upward motions. And I think the thing is, is that you need to be careful to wash your face up into your hairline. Focus on those like little nooks and crannies like around your nose down your neck, down to your decolletage, like really give like a nice deep clean. But yeah, so slow and steady wins the race here, I think. And like upward upward motions because that can help lift. Mm. Um, all right. So once we're done cleansing, I think a gentle exfoliation is really nice. Now, I would avoid anything that's like got too um, rough or bigger particles, like something that's kind of sand-like or grainy is quite, not, not as coarse as sand, but do you guys know what I mean when I say yeah, it's almost like the, the really like fine pumice ones or you can use jojoba, which is a yeah. much more round, much more gentle form of exfoliation. Yeah, and um, so just soft, gentle motions. Again, circular motions is good. Slow, don't like, you don't want to like, be scruffing your face up and down because A, that's not relaxing for anyone, but B, <laughs> <laughs> but B if you use those motions with an exfoliant, you can cause skin tears, um, which is going to lead to an unhealthy complexion. So slow and gentle. Um, using fingers, so, using fingertips, I reckon. Yeah, fingertips and like soft t- to the touch. So now, once you've rinsed off your um, your exfoliator, um, that's where you can get into masking. And when it when we're thinking of an at home facial, my preference is to use 
a mask that's not a sheet mask because I feel like that's a bit more of an indulgent thing. A sheet mask to me feels like a bit like quick, got to go. Do you know what I mean? Am I making sense or am I just sick? No, you're making total sense. Yeah, I think okay. I think a sheet mask is almost like if you're stuck at home, we may as well whack a sheet mask on while we're on the computer. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, like it's kind of like in. on the go. Yeah, Obviously you- cleanse and that stuff beforehand and wash your hands, but yeah. you could just put one on and keep working. Whereas this is, you're talking about more indulgence, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, treat yourself. Corona's having an indulgence. <laughs> take time, girl, you need it. So... So when it comes to masking, I like one of those masks in a in a tub or a tube, which you you know they get quite messy. But I think that's yeah, quite nice and indulgent. Gloopy, gloopy, yeah. exactly. You get me. Yeah. Um, now for me personally, I blackheads, pores, congestion is an issue for me. So I would choose a mask that has clay and that kind of um, detoxifies and draws out all those impurities and leaves skin softer. But you know, if you you need some extra hydration, look for products with hyaluronic acid or essential oils because they can help give you a bit more hydration. I mean, honestly, there's literally there's a, a, a mask for every skin concern. So pick one that will target your your skin requirements, I guess. But I think look for something that will have you relaxing for like 10 to 20 minutes where you can just chill and watch some Netflix. Do you know what I've heard some celebs and some um, skin experts do? They will do like, you know, they'll put that gloopy – tub or, or jar mask on your face like you've been talking about Carly and then they get a sheet mask and then apply that over the top so that you really want to go OTT you can do that that'd be like really that. really good on top of like a hydration mask wouldn't it because yes. you're sort of locking it all in. Locking it all in. If only we had an Omnilux at home which is like the LED you know how we can you know you can't do any of that sort of stuff so what are you doing when you're um relaxing how are you chilling out yeah how are you chilling out um I'm watching tv nice (laughs) you should be you should (laughs) I don't have a more interesting answer than that you should be listening to like I don't know oms or something yeah (laughs) no I'm just I'm just chilling out (laughs) scrolling through Instagram I'm um okay so once our masking is done. I think that's when you come in if you want a serum or a treatment product. Um, we've we've spoken previously about serums and kind of you don't want to – it's easier not to go too hard on them and too active. So I think if you're doing like a DIY facial, go for a hydrating serum, something that's just going to nourish and reinvigorate your skin rather than something that's a hard active um, like a retinol or a vitamin C. Now here – my last step is a facial oil, and I think this is the best part of what can be your at-home facial or what is the best part when you go to a facial is the facial massage. Now, I watched a really short and great YouTube video on some massage technique, which I'll post in the show notes and in the group because it's going to be too hard for me to explain, especially when my brain is this fuzzy. Um, but pretty much you want to get a facial oil. You want about a teaspoon of facial oil in your palms, like spread it out in your palms, like pat on your face, neck, and decolletage. And then it's about using a series of like hand movements and motions to kind of encourage lymphatic drainage, blood flow circulation, and just really like it's relaxing, but it also has some really great skin benefits to give yourself that like dedicated massage time. So you can do it with your fingers or if you've got like um, a jade roller or a rose quartz roller or any kind of skin roller gadget that can help with that, use it because honestly, it is the best feeling to just dedicate five, ten minutes to massaging your face. Have you guys ever tried doing that? 
Yeah, like, so, oh, yeah, solid five, 10 minutes. Yeah, it's, so I, it's hard, but I like I really recommend what you've just said, Carly. It's like getting familiar with where those lymphatic drainage points are on your face. That was the best thing I did. I figured like I did a YouTube tutorial because I remember once being really blocked up and I was like, I need to like get, you know, get this like sinus issue moving. I need to kind of clear my uh, sinuses. And I looked at the kind of lymphatic drainage points and then I did a lymphatic drainage massage on myself, on my face. Mm. And it really made a difference. It cleared my sinuses. I mean, only temporarily, but it really does make a difference to kind of ease that sore, puffy feeling in your face. And now I always, when I'm like massaging and oiling, I always kind of, my favorite lymphatic drainage points are the ones (laughs) above your eyebrows. Yes. yes. Honestly, right now, just press on them. I actually am, as you said that, I did that oh, if someone had a picture of me. It's so nice. You just press on them and you can just feel it, like all the tension kind of just draining away. I love it. I feel like we're all doing this right now, aren't yeah. we? Yeah, we are. <laughs> at our producer and she's doing it right now. We also we also hold a lot of um, tension in our jaws, so I think it's a really good thing to even just get your knuckles and gently massage between the two joints of your jaws at the mm. you know right near your ears you can oh, hold a yeah. lot hold a lot oh. of tension just there doing so if that you right put, now if too. you put if there a knuckle or a thumb like just in that you know where if you open and shut yeah. your mouth you can feel the oh, and then you, you get a lot well. you get a lot of tension there also underneath your jaw line like where your jaw is if you push sorry I'm doing it now so I might sound a bit funny if you push up along the jaw you can feel tension in there so it's really good to just get your thumbs behind the jawline there and you can really get rid of a lot of a lot of um built up tension and toxins in your neck and and jawline so give that a go too oh good tip sal thank you thanks um so yeah guys try that and like i said there was a nice youtube video which shows it was like it's not a 20 minute YouTube video, it's five minutes. Um, I'll post it in the in the group and on the show notes. Um, so you can try that at home. And look, if you don't have the product available to you for an at-home facial, I mean you can use what you're ordinarily using, but if you do want to um buy some new products, there's always delivery services like Adore Beauty. Great to your door, you can ask them to knock and run. Great. Well, thanks, Sal, and thanks Carly for dialing in from your uh Corona bunk. <laughs> we really appreciate it. <laughs> I miss you in the studio. We miss you too. Well, thanks guys for listening. That's all we have for you today. Make sure you jump on the Apple podcast app and rate, review and subscribe us so your friends can find us on there. Additionally, join us on Facebook. We're having a great big chat in there. We will also be putting my soup recipe in there and Carly's facial massage video. So you just got to uh, look up Get Lippy Podcast on Facebook. But until then, stay healthy, stay inside, and we'll see you soon. Wash your hands. Bye. Bye.